Support comes from Adelaide Interiors. Their design team can expertly manage every detail of your renovation and remodeling project from start to finish. From bathrooms to kitchens, appliances, cabinets, countertops, flooring, and coverings. More at Adelaide.com. The apple brings the zest and it brings the crunch. And then you have the apple butter and the salted caramel peanut butter, which is... Mm. Well, we always appreciate bringing the zest. I'm Dalia Colon, and this is The Zest. Citrus, seafood, Spanish flavor, and Southern charm. The Zest celebrates cuisine and community in the Sunshine State. Today, dig into comfort food for a good cause. PB and Jelly Deli is a nonprofit food truck that donates a meal to someone in need for every sandwich sold. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. You could call it the feel-good food truck. The St. Petersburg-based PB and Jelly Deli serves up sophisticated yet playful nut butter sandwiches that evoke memories of childhood. Better still, for every sandwich sold, PB and Jelly Deli donates a meal back into the Tampa Bay community. The nonprofit food truck is operated by volunteers from Radius Church in St. Petersburg, which started the enterprise in 2017 as a community outreach. I recently chatted with co-founder Amanda Clark about the food truck's origins, some of the more unusual menu items, past the hot sauce, and how we can all make better sandwiches at home. We started the food truck with this mission of how do we help and be a part of the community doing good. So how do we encourage others in the community to be able to give back and to show tangible love? And that's sort of our mission. How could we incorporate a food truck and and just showing love out into our community? And um, it was in 2016, we really began to put all the pieces together to do that. And the community you're serving is the St. Pete area? Yes, the Tampa Bay area, but specifically St. Pete tends to be where we hang out the most and get to serve. Okay, so how does it work? Who is making the sandwiches and when? And yeah. then where do I find the truck? So honestly, that's the part, Delia, that's exciting. And what I love talking about is because it is completely volunteer operated. So that means from the beginning, we had a nutritionist who was also a blogger and she was doing a lot of stuff online. And she really, she was a part of our church community. She really helped us start with the recipes and even how to grind the butter. And, and we, you know, roasted, non-roasted, you know, salted, non-salted. And so she was a huge part of that. All volunteer. As it's progressed, different people have stepped up in different seasons to lead the food truck. In our initial launch, there was a woman named Serena who really helped us really with the marketing side of it. Then we had a guy named Rob who helped us with the website and everything's been just volunteers who just take it on as a passion project. And then everybody who serves on the truck is volunteer because it is completely nonprofit. The sandwiches are birthed out of, you know, people, we're just on the food truck and we're like, what about 
if we tried this and, oh, you know, this flavor profile, how do we make a sandwich that fits into that space? And so all of that is volunteer and we just try it. And I don't know, it's, it's beautiful. We say, you know, in our church community, we say, if you've ever had a lifelong dream to serve on a food truck, like we're your church, you know, because we can make that happen. And honestly, some people do. I mean, I was kind of like that before we started. I was like, I just want to see what that's like and experience that. And it is a joy. It's a joy to get to meet people in a food truck has its own little sub community. The food truck community is fun. That is pretty neat. And I attend a church in Tampa and we do a homeless feeding ministry. And sometimes like the youth group will make sandwiches to pass out. But the food truck element is just a whole other thing. So what's that like from the consumer side? If I just am hungry and I want to pay for a sandwich and also benefit someone else, What's that process like? Say we're out at a festival and you come up and you order a sandwich. We lead with the fact that we have excellent gourmet, hand ground PB&Js. And so we start there. And then, of course, you know, in conversation and, and that's it. You know, food happens around conversation. That's part of the joy of eating. So we like to have a lot of conversations with our customers. You know, it always starts conversations. How do we have, you know, peanut butter and jelly, you know, but understanding it's not store-bought in a jar, peanut butter, that this is all been done freshly ground and just with a eye and a taste for great quality. So you come up, you purchase a sandwich that is going to put a meal back into the community. In fact, to be completely transparent, we've put more meals back into the community through the food truck than we've even had purchased. So um, it's just that's where all the money is directed. That's where our heart is. And we're able to communicate that to you as a buyer, which I think makes everybody feel like a part of this love. And I think it also, if I'm being honest, it challenges all of us. How else can I show love today? How else can I be a part of doing good in the community. I know it's challenged how I purchase personally um, to start looking for, there's a lot of companies out there who, if you buy this, they'll give one in the community and, and start to be more conscientious about where I put my money. And I think that it helps even our consumers, our customers do that as well. How does that translate to a meal? Are you providing a, another sandwich for someone or is there something else? It, Get feels, it feels good to give. It feels good to know that someone is benefiting from my purchase. So how does that work? So there's a couple ways. One to two times a year, we put on large build a sandwich nights. And so we often partner with a local brewery here in St. Pete and we take a night there and set up tables and we will build 2000 peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Now, when we build those, those are classic. Those are jarred. Those are the freshly ground. Those the jar, but we build up peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And this last one event, we had, I think 80 people out to help us build those. And what's great about that is that's all of the community. This is not like, oh, it's our church. It, this is a community food truck. That's how we look at it. The community comes out, helps us build. We put those in baggies and we put those in brown paper bags. Even the ones we sell, we put in brown paper bags because we just had this idea in the beginning that this could be like elevated school lunch with a love note from mom in it that just connects with your heart, that peanut butter and jelly idea. So 
We do the same for the meals we give away. We put it in a brown bag. Um, we often put a love note in the that as well. We call a love note, which is just a word of encouragement. Like, we're so glad you're on this planet and you're doing great and you are beautiful. And all these just affirmations that frankly is great to get in any form we can get them right? when so much of our life is negative and kind of pulls us down to have that piece of encouragement in a brown paper bag with a sandwich. Then we'll also add a bag of chips and a water. Now, this meal, sometimes we take it right out to the streets and give it. I think you mentioned your church doing that. Sometimes that is a piece of it. But now we're in such a large capacity that we're actually partnering with large organizations in our community who need meals, who are already giving out. And we can say, hey, we'll cover, you know, for a night, we've got your meals. In the last one, we gave it away to several organizations in the community, including like Pinellas Hope, which were, I think a lot of us are familiar with, um, and a couple other organizations. And then we took, I think about 900 or so down to disaster relief. And we were able to hand it out as people were honestly putting tarps over roofs. So Hurricane and, Ian. And Hurricane Ian down south in that area, Fort Myers area. So we took the food truck and we just handed that out. So in the last five years, we've given over 12,000 meals back into the community. That's all through the food truck. That's amazing. And you're right, because it's so mobile, it's a food truck and it's a food that you can just eat with your hands from a paper bag. It really gives you flexibility that other organizations and restaurants don't have. Okay. So I didn't even realize you were affiliated with a church until you emailed me some pictures, which are so mouthwatering. And we'll talk about those. And I saw your email signature. So clearly the food is speaking for itself and people aren't just thinking of it as a charity. You described it as elevated school lunch, which I think should be the goal for everyone's lunch every day, every age. Okay. I looked at the menu. Some of these sandwiches are like nine bucks. And at first I thought, oh my gosh, nine bucks for PB&J. I could just go to Aldi and get all the ingredients for less than that. But these are not your everyday PB&J. So let's dig into what some of these sandwiches are. Yeah, let's break it down. So first of all, we start with Mazzaro's. That's a local Italian market. We start with a bread that they make for us. That's so, that's nine bucks right there because Mazzaro's <laughs> amazing. That's worth it yes. right there. So, I mean, honestly, if you, anybody who makes sandwiches, and I know you have other people on your show, if you make sandwiches, you get to start with the right kind of bread. We started, you know, investigating right at the beginning and that is what we just fell in love with. Mazzaro's makes this for a sandwich that they do. And like, unless it's changed, when we first were buying it, it was us and then that's the only people who got this. So this is good bread and it's also vegan, which is interesting. The bread is vegan, no preservatives also. So <laughs> we got a short window on that bread and then we start there. Then we grind our own nut butter. So we have almond butter. We have walnut butter. We have, of course, classic peanut butter. We do cashew butter. So that fresh ground, I mean, that's really if there's a secret sauce, it's that. Then we'll pair it with, you know, quality jellies. Sometimes we've made our own. Oftentimes we rely on experts to do that. And yeah, then our add-ins. Okay. We got to talk about the, I love getting into the weeds because it's only, it's so few ingredients that if you get one wrong, you're kind of, you're already off track. What is quality jelly? 
every jelly has its own brand that we use. There's like a mama brand that we use for our cherry jelly. Tomato jam, we use an Amish brand that we have to order to get. Key lime jelly, we tried multiple and then ended up making our own um, for one of our limited series sandwiches. So I will tell you, this is real. Our strawberry, we just use Smuckers. Because strawberry Smuckers is, I mean, we've tried them all. So <laughs> we do like our Smuckers. It's strawberry. pretty good. It's pretty good. Support comes from Adelaide Interiors. Their design team can expertly manage every detail of your renovation and remodeling project from start to finish. From bathrooms to kitchens, appliances, cabinets, countertops, flooring, and coverings. More at Adelaide.com. What are some of the signature sandwiches? What's the most popular, would you say? Okay. Are probably our most popular. And I tease my husband, who's also on the board and helps run the truck, um, that if he's out front, he's always selling this one. So I don't know if it's most popular because Blake just sells that the way he does. <laughs> or if it's really the most popular. It's a unique one. It's called the TIE Fighter. So I don't know if you have that in front of you. but the I TIE sure fight- do. Do you want to read the description or, or should I? You you can read it. I love it. Okay, I'm looking it. on your website. There. Oh yes. man, do not look at this website when you're starving because you'll just. <laughs> it's unique, <laughs> right? It makes you think, rethink what peanut butter and jelly can look like. It really does. Okay, so the Tie Fighter. It says the force is strong with this one. Straight from a galaxy far, far away, we've come up with something out of this world. We take curry peanut butter and pair it with sweet pepper jelly. We top it with crushed peanuts, fresh basil, and sriracha. And then the whole thing is grilled. O-M-G. Yeah. So again, this came from, you know, one of our volunteers saying, okay, how, how do we get a Asian Thai profile into a peanut butter and jelly? And we started just playing. And this is, I, I think the key to this sandwich, Delia, is the basil. It just elevates it, you know, fresh herbs right? It just changes the dynamic. So it just pops and having it on that grill. So it crunches. And then, you know, if you ask my husband and he's being like super, uh, telling you all the secrets, he'll say, maybe even add a little, you can add things on the truck. So maybe add a drizzle of honey on it as well. That, okay. At, at first glance, that sounds strange, but then you think about like a Thai noodle dish or a peanut butter noodle dish. And that's basically what this is on us on two slices of bread. Yeah. It's so good. It's warm. It has the curry peanut butter has such a, um, yeah, it, it's, it's hard to explain because I grew up in the country. So Thai food was not necessarily my home soul food, but when you eat that sandwich, it is so warm. It's so life-giving. It feels very much like home, like a warm embrace. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Let's do a couple more. Um, another one I see on the menu is the St. Pete savory. It's okay. cashew butter with fig jelly, sprouts, avocado and Frank's red hot sauce. And it even says on here, it sounds weird right up (laughs) until your first bite and then you're hooked. So how on earth did you come up with that? 
Okay. So this was early on again, trying to process if we're going to do this as a food truck, we got to have some savory, you know, it can't just be the classic traditional sweet. And so as we began to process how to create this savory cashew butter is smoked paprika. That is the secret of that. And then there's a whole bunch of other things. We mix that into the cashew butter. So once we had this cashew butter, then we began to like, okay, let's put this together. Avocado toast was hot five years ago. (laughs) So we were like, okay, we got to throw an avocado on there. And then we were like, we need the crunch and the sprouts really helped us with the with the crunch and then that hot sauce. And of course, the fig jelly fig. Let me just say fig jelly is an underrated jelly. If you haven't used that, at least on your charcuterie this holiday season, you need to <laughs> hit up some fig jelly because it is so underrated. And we've used it on a couple things, even experimenting because we just are so in love with what fig does. Um, and so that's kind of how that was birthed in the hot sauce, which, you know, we love hot. Uh, the Thai is hot on our truck, uh, St. Pete Savory. We get a couple people who want to just have it without the hot sauce. Wow. Okay. Let's do one more. Um, how about the Italian goat? It starts out by saying, how is this even a PB&J sandwich? Which was my question. <laughs> so it's got walnut, pesto, goat cheese, butter. Yeah, you read that right. That's what it says. <laughs> Banana peppers, tomato jam, and topping it off with a balsamic reduction. So who's who's ordering this? Who's like a kid at heart enough to say, I want a PB&J, but also sophisticated enough to say, but it needs to have pesto goat cheese butter. This is one that people ask about before they order. They want to know because I think they're intrigued and they want to try it. And most of us love goat cheese. So we're like, okay, that sounds delicious, but I'm concerned, right? And so what we often tell people, it is as close, I, I know this sounds funny, but it is as close to pizza as you are, the flavor profile is so close to pizza. So if you like pizza, you're going to like the sandwich. I mean, it's just bottom line because, you know, it's got the, the crispy of the bread because it's grilled and then the creamy and then the pesto. I mean, I say it's even better than pizza because I love the pesto side of it, you know, and that tomato jam we have has a little bit of tomatoes, like still tomatoes in it. Um, so that pop from that, it's amazing. I, I can't tell you. I don't know who we can initially get to order it, but once we get them, that's all they want. And, and that and that's one of those that we don't al- we don't always serve. It takes a little bit more uh, work with the ingredients, and it's the only. You know, a lot of our stuff is vegan. This is you know still vegetarian, but a lot of our stuff is vegan. So um, at first we were sort of slow to adopt it because of the cheese. And then the more of us who tried it on the team, we were like, oh my goodness, we've got to add this. So it is more vegetarian than vegan. And that's sort of a decision maker for us. Even uh, we've tried a few things with bacon and we just haven't pulled that because bacon is great on peanut butter and jelly. And a lot of people do like that, but we just wanted to try to stay true to vegetarian. And um, that's kind of a, another part of the story is we've just enjoyed that and being that kind of a truck, because we do think there's such a community that tries to do that in their eating. And we want to be a part of that kind of 
cleaner, maybe eating. I say that, but you know, with a marshmallow fluff, if, if that's your cleaning. I didn't want to bring it up, but <laughs> we're here for it. <laughs> no, I appreciate that because I am a vegetarian and some of the other uh, toppings are bananas, apples, honey, banana peppers, sriracha, hot sauce, crushed peanuts, and of course, marshmallow fluff. Okay. This is really getting me to think outside the box. I know that you're a mom. I'm a mom. And I pack my kids' lunches. I don't know if you do as well. But how can we incorporate some of this creativity into the lunches that we make for our family or ourselves? Oh, that's a great idea. Well, I mean, at its core, we're looking for a crunch, right? So we're looking for the nut butter, a crunch, and, you know, what everybody you know, if you watch the Food Network, they want the zest. So sometimes, you know, they'll talk about that with like, you know, the citrusy. Uh, so what brings the zest to certain sandwiches? And so that's kind of how I would even recommend building at home. It's like, okay, what brings the crunch to this? And then where's the zest? Because otherwise, it can, I mean, for me, which this is sort of like trade secret, I am not a huge fan of just a, a, a regular PB&J for me was not my go-to. Not your jam. Um, not at all. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. It was <laughs> it right was, there. It wasn't. So I like the gourmet side of it. I like when we pop, especially the fresh fruit, um, we have a happy apple with a salted caramel peanut butter. And it is so simple. This one is simple. You can do this at home. So I'm going to give you this one. It is peanut butter, fresh grounds, if you're into doing that. And then a salted caramel. And then combining that and then fresh Granny Smith apple slice thinly and then apple butter. Mm. And it is, I tell people when I'm out front and people are ordering from me, I'm like, this is, if you're nervous, this one, everybody likes. It's an easy, like a little bit gourmet without it feeling so scary, like the TIE fighter can feel like for somebody. So we say this is kind of that happy medium, happy apple. And um, you can do that at home. That's a great one at home. The, the apple brings the zest and it brings the crunch. And then you have the apple butter and the salted caramel peanut butter, which is. Mm. Well, we always appreciate bringing the zest. <laughs> is there a particular way you would wrap it? When I was a kid, we used to wrap it in foil. And now with my kids, they don't typically take sandwiches, but we have like those plastic containers. How do you keep it fresh and not soggy? Okay. So it's made right when people order. And then we wrap it in a parchment paper and put it in that brown bag. Um, yeah. It, with a love note. Who doesn't want that? So again, trying to really capture that home mom made this vibe what you got as a kid. It wasn't fancy, but it spoke to your heart, I bet. The love note makes it. That's a great touch. Okay. Last question, because I love the details. I know one of your sandwiches was pressed, but when we're making these at home, do you have any advice on toasting bread, not toasting? Sometimes I just grab bread out of the freezer and let it defrost on the counter. Where do you stand? Uh, I have to say, man, that's so hard. I I have been a convert from doing this for five years to like a panini press or a press of some sort. You know, panini presses anymore for home are not that expensive, but just to add that crunch. 
but not having it on both sides. So the inside where your nut butter and your jelly is, is Mm. still soft. It has kind of that freshness, but then the outside has that crunch. I don't know, Dalia. I think that's the way to go. Do you have a panini press at home? I do not, but you're making me want to get one (laughs) or even, even just to take a pan and put it in there with like a little bit of butter or olive oil on each side. And then people do the, a brick or something heavy just to kind of make it nice and toasted on the outside and gooey on the inside. I think I know what I'm having for lunch today. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you do. I'd love to hear what creation you came up with. Oh man, Amanda, this has been so great. It's such a good feeling to eat peanut butter and jelly for those of us who are not allergic to peanuts. It just takes you back to childhood, like you said, and then to know that you're helping the community at the same time, the good feeling, it's, it just has like a butterfly effect. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Honestly, it's a place of community, even on the truck. I love that this space of generosity, this space of giving back creates community and people can get behind it. And I think For us, it has just inspired hope and joy. And that's really, I feel like what peanut butter and jelly speaks to is this space of home and this space of joy. And so to get to see how the truck gets to do that, even as a community, how we come together to build, that is really the secret sauce of this and and why it's worked and why we continue to have people step up into leadership and say, I can lead it for three months and, you know, I'm in between jobs or I, you know, just retired and I can, I mean, we've had that opportunity because people just buy in to how it is a slice of home. A slice of home. And something just occurred to me, speaking of home, it would be fun to do like an at-home PB&J making night on a smaller scale than what you're doing, but to maybe assemble some to give out. I've done um, bags with my kids, you know, with like socks and chapstick and things like that to give out to people we see on the street, but then to also set up like a PB&J bar at your house with some of these crazy mix-ins, marshmallow fluff and hot sauce and crushed peanuts. That would be such a fun party. Yeah. I was going to say, and your kids, I don't know how old they are, but they are so always so creative. So then they're going to think completely out of the box. And so I think that would be so exciting to see what they came up with. Oh my gosh. Okay. This is so great. I'm feeling all warm and fuzzy. Amanda, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much, Delia. This was great. I appreciate you. Amanda Clark is the co-founder of PB and Jelly Deli. She shared the food truck's recipe for the happy apple. She had me at Salted Caramel. It's on our website, thezestpodcast.com. I'm Delia Colon. I produce The Zest with Andrew Lucas. Our digital team includes Chandler Balcom and new to the pod, Alexandria Ebron. Welcome, Alex. The Zest is a production of WUSF Public Media, copyright 2023, part of the NPR Network.